so. Yesterday's special announcement sees senior school students being told to go back to school after Labour weekend. Education Minister Chris Hipkins says this will allow them to sit exams and finish NCEA assessments, something that's been worrying the many thousands of teenagers in Auckland and Waikato who have been locked out of their classrooms and who have been attempting to study online, with varying degrees of success depending on how well-equipped their homes are. All senior students will have to wear masks at school. Teachers and staff must get a negative test before returning. And teachers and staff must have at least the first vaccination by November the 15th. But the Post-Primary Teachers Association says it has been blindsided by the decision. PPTA President Melanie Webber says the government seems to have gone from acting out of an abundance of caution to a reckless disregard for consequences in the blink of an eye. She told Mike Hosking on the Mike Hosking Breakfast that there are myriad issues to work through to get kids back to school safely. We understand that face-to-face education is really important. This is something that we want to make work, but we have to be able to make it work safely for everyone. And it becomes all sorts of issues, including we've got teachers um, frantically trying to find childcare for their own children so that they can return to school on Tuesday. Because with the bubbles of 10, there are just no places. So they've called up, can't do it. With the primary schools closed, there's no... um, There's no access there. And so we've got these three senior levels who are coming back solely for exams. The difficulty as well is there seems to be a real lack of understanding as to how secondary schools work. So you have students moving in regular timetables. You have students moving around. You'll have over 100 close contacts in a day for students and teachers. We're going to be doing what we can to work to minimise that. So schools will be scrabbling to change timetables, but then they'll be doing that online as well as offline with those students who aren't in schools. It's it's a tremendous amount to do correctly. That's Melanie Weber of the Post-Primary Teachers Association. But surely, and anybody listening to that, listening to Melanie, you know, outlining the real and genuine concerns about having kids and teachers back to school safely, surely were we not all thinking, well, what have you been doing for the last 18 months? These are issues that could have and should have been worked on by education ministry officials and teaching organisations. They must have known the schools were going to open one day. I, I, I'm stunned I still think there might be a plan. I don't know why I expected there'd be a plan, given nobody else in any government department seems to have a plan. But I really did think that these issues of how to actually teach in a COVID environment would have been worked out before the announcement was made to go back to school not have them sorted out in a mad rush in the days after the announcement. For God's sake, you know, schools have reopened right around the world. Were there not learnings, as they say, that could have been taken from other countries? Has being locked down robbed us all of any kind of impetus and initiative? What in the name of all that is holy were education ministry officials and teaching organisations doing over the past 18 months? They've let the kids down by, you know, Melanie going, oh, well, what are we going to do? We've only got a couple of days. Labor Day Monday, can't work then. We've only got the, we only got the information yesterday afternoon at four o'clock and now it's Thursday. Then it's the weekend. I mean, Melanie, give yourself an uppercut, love. Seriously. I understand like getting away from the complete and utter failure 
to have a plan ready to go for when the schools would inevitably open one day. I can understand why some teachers and some students might be reluctant to return. This entire time we've been assaulted with messaging to stay home, save lives. You've had New Zealand's largest city shut down to save lives. People's emotions have been used cynically to make them obey draconian rules. People have been absolutely terrified and that has really got me angry over the past 18 months. Their fear and their sense of insecurity has been used against them. We've been told that if we don't obey the rules, people will die. And now you're telling the kids, oh no, off you go, back to school. <clears throat> Slightly dissonant in the messaging there. So I can understand where there might be some hesitation from teachers and all students about skipping back merrily into the classroom. I imagine there's going to be mixed emotions. Not everybody's going to feel the same way. So if you are one of the young people affected, I would love to hear from you. Are you looking forward to getting back into the classroom? Are you, like me, somewhat surprised that your teachers didn't have a plan ready to go when the school bell rang? If you're one of the teachers, we didn't think about what might happen when the schools reopened. There are real and genuine concerns. I get that. But pretending you've only got two days to sort them out is just silly. How are parents feeling about having teenage students going back into the classroom? Do you have any concerns? You know, on the one hand, this should be a joyous kind of yay attempt to get back to some kind of normal for these poor teenagers whose lives have been disrupted so badly by this virus. Instead, it's just another shambolic, messy exercise leaving people with more questions than answers.